WBSM presents Spooky South Coast with your hosts, Tim Weisberg and Matt Costa. Good evening. Welcome to Spooky South Coast. I am Tim Weisberg. With me is the silent assassin, Matt Costa. And he is... uh, He's going to be prepared not to be so silent tonight because I'm feeling a little under the weather. I might require some talking from the silent assassin. How are you tonight, Matt? I'm doing excellent. You are? Are you, are you tired at all? I'm always tired. But are you especially tired after the uh, riveting night we had last night at the Lizzie Borden house? No, that kind of rejuvenated me. It gave me my second wind. Did it? Because yes. that was that was outstanding last night. Uh, there is currently going on tonight uh, at the Lizzie Borden house in Fall River... Uh, the Ron and Wheezy trip, the first ever Ron Wheezy trip with uh, Dr. Ron Millione and Brian Wheezy Harnwa of TAPS. This is uh, their new venture. They're planning paranormal excursions uh, around the country, and their first one was to the Lizzie Borden house. They're out there now uh, with Leanne Wilbur, the owner of the Lizzie Borden house, and a whole crew of investigators. Last night, Donna LaCroix stopped by. Uh, also... Uh, just uh, some of the representatives from Granite State Paranormal, Jim Snell, uh, and his teammates, uh, team members, uh, Pete and Carrie, are there. It's it's outstanding what they're doing over there. Uh, what Ron and Wheezy have planned for these trips, uh, just the amount of equipment they brought with them, just the presentation that they gave at the beginning, uh, the fact-based presentation was just incredible. To get this type of an experience and have it be right in our own backyard, I would hope that some of our local listeners had a chance to take advantage of that. But if not, there will be other trips, Ron and Wheezy trips coming up soon. We're going to have Ron and Wheezy on uh, in the future to talk about that. In addition, there's also going to be in March, and we'll talk more about it as we get closer to the date, another Ghost Hunters University with Chris Moon of Haunted Times Magazine having another uh, Ghost Hunters University at the Lizzie Borden house as well. So you'll have plenty of opportunity to get in there and investigate. Now, uh, last night we were there till about, what, 1 in the morning? Yeah, about 1. And uh, we we said we were going to stay till like 10. Yeah. But things started to get good, which is what usually happens now when we go to the Lizzie Borden house. Uh, If you remember the show that we did back in, I think it was June, we had an entire program dedicated to the Lizzie Borden case. Matt and I went over there uh, uh, that the night before, the Friday before the show, and we kind of went away with a feeling of, gee, I didn't really feel anything different. We didn't really get any evidence. And. And then when we made a return trip in October, that's when things started to get a little bit interesting, um, where we had, I was grabbed, and uh, I'm still to this day not convinced that you're convinced that I was actually grabbed by a ghost uh, or something. Some sort of presence wrapped its hands around my feet and lifted my legs up from the bed. Uh, We went over it in detail, so I don't want to really rehash it too much here, but I, I still don't think that you really believe, I think you believe that I believe. But I don't think that you believe that that's what really happened. Well, the first time I probably didn't believe it so much, but this time, uh, given that more than one, more than yourself experienced this event, it kind of adds to the exactly to the situation. That unfortunately, so. there were so few people there the last time we did it. Uh, we were actually really there for somebody's birthday, 
that the one other person that tried it didn't really get too much action going on. Uh, but last night we had uh, Dr. Ron Millione gave it a whirl, and he felt a little something happening. His son, Justin, who's just a young guy, he felt it. Uh, and I want to say hi to Justin right now, too, if he's listening, uh, because he has been an immense help to what we were doing over there. He's been our little right-hand man in all the experiments and investigations we've been conducting over there. Uh, he's got a good mind on him, and he's going to be with the, the stuff that Ron can do. We all know what Ron can do. I think Justin's going to take things even further. Uh, as he comes into his own in the paranormal field. And he doesn't really even believe in ghosts, which makes it even more interesting. Uh, so, But uh, as you were saying, yeah, other people did experience it. And I think yeah. w- what helped us out is that you know Brian Harnwa himself uh, decided he was going to debunk this. Uh, yep. he, <laughs> he, was, he decided to prove you wrong, and he proved himself wrong, I guess. I guess, yeah, because he was, he was ready. I mean, and I fully welcomed it. I was like, bring it on. That's what I want. You know, I Probably to get me 100% or at least and then early 90s, 90 percents, mm-hmm. uh, I'd probably have to suck it up and do it myself. So uh, what's, are you going back? I'm going to go back uh, over after the show. I know I you're going to get up early tomorrow, but, you talk know. Talk to Leanne maybe in later on in the week, they, or, perhaps. I did there. You know how yeah. super they are over there, so I'm sure yeah. they can make arrangements. But uh, we will get into a little bit later on after we talk to our special guest tonight, Dr. Lewis Terry, who's going to talk to us about uh, astrophys... Astro- um, I mean, I want to make sure I say this correctly. Uh, he is actually an astropsychologist. I almost said astrophysiologist, which just doesn't make any sense at all. But astropsychologist is its a reinterpretation of Nostradamus's divine astrology method. So uh, you definitely want to stay tuned for this guy because he is just he's made so many predictions on uh, national radio shows that have come true. We're going to talk to him not only about making predictions, not only having him you know, make some predictions for us, and taking your calls as well. And uh, what, he, what he can do is, uh, for the listeners out there that might want to call in and talk with Dr. Terry, he will ask you for your name and he'll ask you for your date of birth. And he can chart, while we're in the process of having the conversation, he can chart uh, your signs. We'll, we'll have him explain it all. But, uh, and then he can make uh, predictions for you in your own life as well. So if you want to take that opportunity, please do so. We'll, we'll be talking to him in just a little bit. And then uh, after that, right after the news break at the top of the hour, we will talk to Rick Rebello of the Rhode Island Horror Film Festival. They have something interesting coming up for Valentine's Day. Uh, what a way to spend your Valentine's Day than watching blood splatter on the screen. Uh, he will talk to us about the plan that he has for Valentine's Day, and then we'll talk to Dr. Terry a little bit more. And then uh, toward the bottom of the second hour, uh, as we get close to midnight, we'll check in with the folks down at the Lizzie Board and Bed and Breakfast. We will talk to our science advisor, Matt Moniz, who is there right now. And uh, we will also, I think uh, Wheezy Brian Harnwa said he was going to come on and talk to us as well. So we'll get him to give us his firsthand account of what went on, and then uh, we'll tell you what happened uh, just now, actually, as I was leaving the house. Uh, I want to say that... uh, we had some experiences going on. Uh, I got the spirit, whatever it is, a little bit riled up and then said, uh, okay, guys, I'm out of here. Got to go do the show. So, And then everybody was like, oh, man. I was like, don't worry. I'll come back. I'll be its personal punching bag for a few more hours. So hopefully everybody uh, stays uh, safe and sane over there till, till that point because, hey, if it's going to hurt somebody, it might as well hurt me because it's probably my fault it's angry anyway. Speaking of angry. You do piss a lot of people off. That's what I do. That's what I'm here for. That's my job. So speaking of angry, Dr. Lewis Cherry will probably get angry with us if we don't get to him soon. He's anxiously awaiting talking to you. So what we'll do is we'll take a quick break. On the other side, we'll get right into it. Dr. Turry, predictions, astro psychology, 
and uh, the divine method of astrology. So stay tuned here on Spooky South Coast. Don't look now, but Spooky South Coast is creeping up behind you right after this. Welcome back to Spooky South Coast. Tim Weisberg here, Matt Costa along. Science advisor Matt Moniz out in the field tonight over at the Lizzie Borden house. Like I said, we'll check in with them a little bit closer to midnight. We're going to get into the discussion with Dr. Lewis Turry in just a moment, but we have a call on the line. Let's uh, let's go to the phones and see who that is first, uh, just so we don't interrupt the conversation here. Good evening around Spooky South Coast. How you doing? All right. You know what it is? Is it's that spirit from the Lizzie Borden house causing calling, calling a mess with me? All right, that's fine. That's fine. I expect it. All right, let's go to Doctor Terry. Okay, Doctor Terry, sorry about that. Hey, not too worry. How are you, Tim? Good. How you doing? Oh, busy, busy, but happy. Count. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and now, now we uh, we alluded to it a little bit uh, before. Now you are an astro psychologist, correct? And that is following Nostradamus's divine astrology method. I created it. Uh, it's instead of using modern astrology discipline, which is uh, uh, jargonized and start to finish on your horoscope newspaper. I use the old uh, methodology of the prophet, which is much more accurate. And now you're actually from Provence, France, where Nostradamus was from as well, right? Yes, yes. Well, but it had nothing to do with him. I mean, I was born and raised under the same stars and spent many years working on his methodology mm-hmm. and healing process, but uh, uh, I'm not the prophet. Understand that? <laughs> well, that's. Yeah. What I'm, I'm just wondering if if maybe there are gifts bestowed on the people of Provence because. Well, you know, I, they... again, you know, I was born under the same stars, mm-hmm. <laughs> same area, so that's the only connection I have with him. Well, uh, it's still uh, close enough, closer than I am, so I'm impressed. <laughs> and and now, uh, how does this differ than, I mean, for the most part, you, you alluded to it a bit, but really, for Americans, astrology is stuck in that idea of it's really just, you know, the stars and, and the, the star charts that they use. How does your method differ? Well, uh, first of all, understand that astrology... Um Astrology, per se, was practiced by many disappeared civilizations, the Incas, the Mayan, the Atlantids. Not to forget that whomever made his story also were into astrology. That means uh, Reagan, that means uh, Hitler, uh, that means the Pope, <laughs> which is being taught astrology by the Vatican Council. Uh, you would be amazed uh, how many people are using astrology. But uh, it, it is a science, and uh, sad enough, no many people have the, either the drive to learn about it or the interest, so it's start and finish on your horoscope newspaper, and I do not support to endorse this type of astrology. What I do is much more serious. You know, I always wondered, and, and I don't know if you can speak to this or not, but I always wondered why if I read three different newspapers, I will mm-hmm. have three different horoscopes in three different newspapers. Indeed. This is why I do not uh, promote to endorse astrology per se, which is hurting the integrity of what I really have to offer. Uh, my type of work is well documented. My predictions are very well documented, including the very last one that I did on George Norrie and uh, last Friday uh, on another uh, radio station involving the Florida storms that killed 14 people. Yes. Not, not only did I give the exact date two months ago and five days ago, I also wrote a quatrain like Nostradamus, and the quatrain says, Children, mother, cry home no more. 
more face fear nature rules earth water fire wind scream change in post pray for salt I mean, this is, there is no so more direct and uh, open exactly. and real than this quatrain uh, as I work like Nostradamus with using his, his Dovan astrology method. And that's the difference between me and the horoscope newspaper. And is that how you, you come to most of these predictions, is by sitting down uh, and, and focusing your attention and writing quatrains? No, no, that's more for psychic. No, uh, it's very important to lump me with psychic or what you call astrology or things like that. Not that I don't believe in psychics or astrology, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I design a software with Alan Software in Los Angeles, and um, I am the most critical, logical uh, person you can get. And uh, my work involves a lot of research and then I find out a very specific energy and when it's going to condense and uh, that transpire uh, on this dense physical world uh, through uh, dramatic experiences. And, and I believe you've said in the past that your approach looks more into uh, the cyclical nature of our world. Indeed, indeed. You know, as you know, I don't predict anything. Like I said to George, you know, I do not predict anything. You and I know very well that history repeats itself. Uh, nature has uh, uh, synchronized. Uh, there is a pattern out there. And I build enough cosmic consciousness, and through my uh, science, so to speak, I'm able to pinpoint the exact day when that energy will, will focus and translate into a volcano, a hurricane, a tornado, or God knows what. Now, it's funny to, to have such a, a high accuracy rate as you've had and uh, su- such success with the astro psychology. You didn't really start out in this life path, did you? No, no, I was a recording artist. <laughs> I, was, uh, I graduated from the Royal School of Music in London. Uh, I was uh, playing you know, in a band and singing and uh, uh, you know, printing records in those days. And then I was, I'm also an engineer. I'm also a pilot. <laughs> and uh, in, 19, uh, let's say, 1991, uh, the entire construction field and real estate went down in the United States. So I came back from Pearl Harbor and where I was working. Before that, I was working on U.S. base in San Diego. Uh, and then I decided to take my hobby, which is um, uh, doing the stars, uh, in a more professional approach. And I started my business. And since then, I've made countless unarguable predictions, such as the 9-11, the Kirby earthquake, the tsunami in Asia, of course, the latest one, the Florida storms that kill all these people. Uh, and, and it's all well documented, not only on radio, but also on TV. And most of all, the printing process in my books makes it unarguable. So I'm, I'm very proud to say that I am the real thing without being an egocentric, because I'm not cocky. I don't have a, a cosmic uh, uh, pride. I am just me. I'm real. And I will prove it over and over again for those who are willing to work with me, of course. Well, you know, it's one thing if you come on to the air and you say, hey, I can make these predictions and I'm dead accurate. And, you know, send me your money and I'll make you predictions. But that's not what you're all about. You want to share this knowledge. And this no, stop. No, stop, Tim. Exactly. I'm giving my books away. I constantly write newsletters. I educate people. I talk about the, the secrets and expose the, 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 the manipulation behind it. And, you know, people are being manipulated and in denial with this law. And, 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 and hopefully we'll discuss a little bit later on uh, what's going on with uh, the law of attraction. Oh, we sure will. And, and But the fact that you are willing to teach this method to others, I think, lends legitimacy to what you're doing. And as well, as you said, you know, the, the, the age that we live in, you can make these predictions on any one of these radio shows and then go back into their archives and hear it, you know, after the fact. 
and you have them all linked up on your website, drcherry.com, so people can go back, listen to these old shows, and hear you know these predictions you made, download your old books, and read what it was that you said was going to yeah, happen. It's all there, Tim, yes, indeed. And that's the beauty about, uh, about the line of work that I mean uh, in teaching astropsychology to my students worldwide, is that it's real. It does work. However, you know, you, you have to go first, uh, the fear of the ridicule, you have to go against the religious poisoning, and you have to go against what you perceive as the horoscope newspaper, or sad enough, you know, there, there is such a thing of uh, karma in life. For example, um, there is some very famous people out there that, uh, you know, so-called psychic or astrologers that uh, are doing predictions, and they are taking tremendous amount of money from people, uh, not to mention, of course, Sylvia Brown. But the universe is there, and the universe is watching, you know. Uh, I mean, if I do a reading, it's it's a minimum of 90-minute time, not, not, you know, 30 minutes on the telephone telling you whatever you want to hear. You know, and if I teach the universal laws, it's uh, it's one full week, five, six, seven hours a day before you can build cosmic consciousness. So it's important to to use your common sense, your critical thinking. I'm sorry, if somebody is calling this phone. Oh no, no problem. All right. So basically, as I said, you know. Uh, there is a justice in the universe. You cannot hide the truth. If you're the truth, if you mean business, uh, the universe, by the law of attraction, put it this way, on the positive manifestation, you are going to get your positive result. But if you manipulate and if, you, if you're a crook, I'm not saying that Sylvia Brown is a crook, okay? I'm not saying that, don't get me wrong. Um, but a lot, of people, um, a lot of people cannot connect with the spiritual matters. A lot of people have a lot of logic. They cannot enter the archetypal realm of consciousness, so they do not really relate to any psychic's work. I, I, I do, to a certain degree, being an hypnotherapist myself, I understand the working of the subconscious, don't get me wrong. But it never came overnight. I had to sit my butt, and I had to read, and I had to study uh, everything in, and in between. And, and uh, you know, we, we can get into Sylvia Brown and some of her. She's taken some hits lately. And Indeed, uh, we, yeah. we can definitely talk about that. But uh, we have a call coming in, so let's take that call if you don't okay. mind. See if, uh, if it's somebody that wants to talk to you. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast. How are you doing? Um, on the cell phone. I'm trying to figure out what radio station you're on so I can listen to you. Oh. And um, and that's that's my, my call. Okay. And I wanted to listen to you. Right, whereabouts are you? I'm in the Phoenix area. Phoenix, Arizona? Oh, she's my neighbor. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. You, uh, unfortunately, we do not internet stream right now because they're in the process of uh, redoing our studios, and then hopefully we will. Uh, so right now, uh, it'll be kind of hard to listen to us live, uh, but we will have the show up for podcasts on our website and on iTunes starting tomorrow. Okay. Uh, All So you're not on, on, on any AM stations here? No, not yet. But if you want to uh, start writing letters to our station, WBSM, maybe we can uh, get it syndicated. Okay. That would be thank much appreciated. You. All right. Thank you very much. Sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, not to worry. You know, people we, tend to regenerate with my information. I get this all the time. I'm constantly on the air. I'm on the radio. I'm lecturing. And, uh, you know, only, only last Friday I did a show on The Secrets again. And, uh, uh, you know, nowadays there is such a need, there is such a drive to build an awareness. Uh, and, and, and people really need this type of information. They are raising their vibration to a higher level. They are 
thirsty, desperately looking for answers of what it means to be human. They all understanding or wanted to understand at least uh, the, the structure of the universe. So everything is moving along pretty good. And uh, it's it really is just uh, incredible in my mind, uh, just the fact that we can get this information out to people and the fact that since, what was it, maybe a, a month or two ago that I contacted you about coming on our show? Right. And, and you were kind enough to put a link on, on your website. And ever since then, uh, every day we go on, there's 30, 40 hits from drturry.com forward oh, to our site. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, there's, thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all over the world. You, you understand that I've been doing this job for a long time. Mm -hmm. But um, as I said, you know, during the old days, when you didn't have the electronics, you didn't have a computer, you didn't have the option to pass on information. Uh, the political and the church are used to, by controlling information, of course, um, uh, pass on their message with books. Let's put it like by the, with the Bible, put it this way. And exactly, everywhere yeah. you go, you, st you still see a Bible in a drawer in any hotels you go. But nowadays, this, this, this has changed. You know, I'm not going to be cooked or end up on the stake talking about, uh, uh, quoted, astrology. Uh, and, and a kid in Australia, I, I get email from all over the world that can, can read my newsletters. They are free to start with. You know, I don't charge anybody. You know, what really upset me, uh, there is some people out there that are talking about the earth change. They're talking about the sun. They're talking about God knows what. These people, you know, I'm, I'm not bashing or saying any names, but these people not only don't know what they're talking about, but they also make people pay for their newsletters. Right there, right there, you got a red flag. Mm -hmm. You know, you gotta be very careful when, uh, when you are investigating metaphysics. And there's a lot of people that are there to make a buck, and I understand that. And they'll do anything to make a buck. I mean, you know, uh, in, in reference to, again, uh, some really nasty people that have took people's life, like Reverend Jones or, um, you know, Reverend, you have to remember, this guy killed over a thousand um, uh, Christians, a thousand innocent men, um, um, uh, women, and children in the name of his religion. Not to forget David Koresh, which I predicted, by the way, dead on to the day. But what I'm trying to say is, you got to be very careful of um, of information as they come to you today. You got to use a lot of criticism. You need to investigate people. You need to check on their previous uh, uh, record of predictions and what. They, and, and you know what? If you go to my website, um, you can go to uh, the testimonials. Every single day, I'm getting hundreds, hundreds thousands of, uh, of I, I don't have time honestly I don't I don't have time to not even to, to glance at those emails pouring to me and and they all are supportive and now and then I grab a few of those and I put I put them uh, you know for people to read and every one of my newsletters there is always feedback there is always uh, uh, emails good and bad I was gonna say it's positive and negative oh, yeah I'm not just you know going doing all good things to, to you know to make myself look good I, I, I let people People express themselves. Well, that's yeah. also what's different too about about what you offer for predictions. Whereas, you know, some of these uh, so-called psychics will make, uh, you know, they'll tell you what you want to hear. They'll tell you something rosy outlook, uh, and then you know, you know, just make sure you cross the t's and dot the i's on the check. Uh, whereas, you know, when you are offering your predictions, I mean, sometimes it's things we don't want to hear. 
<laughs> well, sad enough. Yeah, and people sometimes say, hey, why are you so negative? Why are you so, hey, hey don't, don't blame me for the world being stupid and killing each other for their religious purpose or whatever hell there. You know, I'm just, a, I'm just a messenger of the gods. You know, I understand the structure of the universe. I know how it's going to translate on this dense physical world. I'm giving you a date. With my own knowledge, I saved my own life uh, just like, uh, let's say, two or three weeks before, before the uh, tsunami in Asia. Um, I was visiting my friend in Los Angeles, and he says to me, well, Louis, you know what? I have a week off for Christmas. You go and do some lecture in Thailand, and I want to go there. I always wanted to go and see the temple, so uh, let's go for Christmas to Thailand. And we were supposed to go to Phuket because I do have some friends. Uh, I had some friends who had hotels and restaurants there. And guess what? I said to my friend, I ain't going to go there. My friend, he says, why? I said, well, you know, did you read my book? He said, well, yes. I said, well, that's it. You know, I'm going, I'm going to follow what I teach. And I didn't go. My reason was it was a full moon. You know, you're exposing cancer and all the good stuff that I know would translate into a serious disaster. And I didn't go. He was really, really upset at me. Okay? But guess what? When everything was said and done, he shook my hand and he said, you know what, Louis? Thank you so much. Thank you so much, because we should, we should be dead by now. So you see, this wisdom can be used, you know. For example, um, as, as you know, I will give you, I will give you a, 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 a very specific date, and I will tell you how the energy, which most of the time, all the time, has to be negative, because this is what people will remember sad enough, okay? I will not give you the location. Two reasons. First of all, know that I cannot do it. But I don't want to scare people, okay? And again, you know, NASA with your tax dollars and the millions of dollars that they receive to survive this organization will never, ever be able to tell you when is the next earthquake going to hit. Forget about where. But if NASA, NASA was willing to work with me and give me the fault activity, okay, I would be able, in conjunction with NASA, to, to use the timing, which is unarguable, Okay, and we and, and being able to to help people, I did it so many times. You know, if I, I remember again, uh, that was oh gosh, I think it's 1995. I was on television uh, with a very famous radio host right here in Phoenix, and um, uh, I told him to write down January 15. That was I think in, in 1995. I'm not sure. Uh, so many of my predictions, and I said write down this date. He says why? Because that is two weeks from today. Thousands of people would be forced to relocate because a terrible earthquake. Okay, and he says, "Well, well I said, you know what? It's got to be. It's got to be Japan." Two weeks later, dead on on the 16th or the 15th. Okay, the Kobe earthquake hit. It's the same, the same radio host. Uh, there was a killer in Phoenix. He had me on his show. He says, okay, Dr. Cherry, uh, when are you going to cut this guy? When are you going to catch him? I said, we'll catch him in two weeks, but the day before we catch him, he's going to kill somebody. Guess what? Exactly two weeks later, he killed somebody, and the very next day, they caught him. And all this is on tape. And that's the difference, again, between me and someone else. You can check me anytime. I mean, we've heard, uh, we, we mentioned Sylvia Brown uh, a little bit earlier, and she did have a situation uh, with the, the terrible incident with the miners uh, last year where she had made a prediction on the national radio show and George Norrie's show that they would all be found alive. And within the course of that same program, I believe, the report came out that uh, all but one of them were dead. Well, again, you know, I, 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 I'm not, I, I'm not in a, I don't want to bash anybody. The only thing I can tell you is that... Um, um, 
she has the stars. She was set by the universal mind to do what she did, okay? And regardless how good or bad she was, she did help people. She did all she could to help, to be good at what she was doing. Obviously, she didn't have the true gift, okay? Because, you know, Sylvia Brown, she was, uh, she was doing prediction for well after she was dead, or prediction that, uh, I don't know, you know, I never had time to check on anybody, but from what I heard, and I should not, never, never assume anything about anybody that's part of my rules. But, uh, um, you know, there, there were there were times where she had to put a neck up. You know, uh, you know. I remember when when it was the time for President Bush to be reelected. A lot, a lot of top astrologers and psychics said that, that he would not be reelected. And I just put it all over my website that he would be reelected. Even that I was up against the top astrologer in uh, in Asia and uh, um, during those days, the prediction came true. But I didn't do it just because I felt something, you know. I did it because I know that President Bush was born with the head of the dragon in Gemini. Gemini was two. That's why he's got two kids. That's why he was reelected. He has the tail of the dragon in the sign of Sagittarius. That was foreigners and foreigners of fear. This is why he's being dragged down. A lot of people say, well, he can't even talk straight. He cannot read straight. What do you expect? He's got the tail of the dragon as I'm speaking to you right now in his third house, which is his mind. But people are not aware on the power of the dragon and how it interacts upon your psyche and upon the rest of your chart. You know, a lot of people are not educated. Knowledge is power. Ignorance is evil. A lot of people would rather watch a movie, watch sports, than to get some mental gymnastic and bring, build up cosmic consciousness. And that's where the problem is. Well, why don't we, um, we'll get into the dragon and, and what that's all about, but uh, we have a call that's been patiently waiting, so let's go to the phones and see if that's somebody who likes to talk to you. Good evening, Ernst Spooky South Coast. How you doing? Good evening. How you doing? Hi, good, uh, Tim. I listen to you every week, or every chance I get anyway when you're on. Well, thank you. And uh, I'm uh, very interested in your guest. How, how does he his last name? Uh, Dr. Turi. T-E. T-U-R-I. If you want to visit his website, it's drturi.com. Okay. Um, I was wondering, uh, does he, uh, could he tell me, just by speaking to me, if... Uh, my finances were going to change. <laughs> okay. You know what? As, as I said, as I said, that uh, I, I am not a psychic. Uh-huh. You know, if I was going to work with you, honey, I would have to to, to be. Uh, first of all, I would have to look at your UCI. UCI stands for Unique Celestial Identity, or uh, your your chart. Then I would have to look at um, the second house of money, and I would have to look at the eighth house of corporated money. Then I would have to look at your source purpose, your thinking process, your home, your family, your love, your health, your marriage, your past life, your career, your wishes, your friends, your dragon set, your dragon tail. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you do not, there is not easy answer. Yeah. When it comes to your soul, to your spirit, to your life, to your finance, you don't have an easy yes or no, or it doesn't make you happy, tell you what you want to hear. No. That demands me to investigate your soul, to look in the diagram of the universe and find out the ramification that makes you you and from there tell you if the dragon supports your finance or not. I'm, I can't. What I can do? Uh, give us your date of birth, honey. Give it to me right now. Eight twenty-four forty-three. Eight to twenty-four nineteen forty-three. Okay, and I do not want to do two. Readings just because this show is the first show. Might be later on, you know, uh, you know, Tim, you want me to do that. But I can tell you a few things, sure. and you got to say yes or no, okay, so you can help me. 
Um, I, I see you're very competitive and being a little bit impatient. Are you or not? Yes. Okay. All right. Now, do you get a headache or sinuses? Question. No. No. Okay. Cool. So that's, that tells me that your dragon is positive. Uh, you don't trust people too well. I can see you have a very difficult upbringing and you're pretty insecure. But regardless, you were born with the head of the dragon in the sign of Taurus. Taurus is the bull. The bull is the symbol chosen by Marilyn's Corporation to represent the money. Okay? Yes. So what you have to do is to get off your tail in the sign of Scorpio. Scorpio was metaphysics, witchcraft. Uh, Scorpio don't trust nothing and nobody. Scorpio is the investigator of the unknown. So it's obvious that you do carry quite a lot of past life in the world of metaphysics. That's why you regenerate in listening to this type of work. Because you're looking for power. You have a fear of losing power. But unless you get off your tail of the dragon and kill the scorpion, which is stinging you, you ain't going to get to your head of the dragon. Now, what do you mean by stinging me? I mean that being a scorpio dragon's tail, scorpio as a stinger, the stinger is the mishandling of your thought process. In other words, your future is nothing else than the reincarnation of your thought, okay? And more than anybody, you are going to be touched by the law of attraction more than anybody out there. So once you manage to rebuild your witchcraft residue, cast aside your fear, decide to improve your cosmic consciousness, then there is no reason for the universe not to bring to you your wishes. Oh, okay. But you've got to handle uh, the, your, the creative force of your subconscious carefully and if you're not educated ignorance is evil you're going to pay the price and you're going to sting yourself constantly worrying when you're going to get some money does that make sense yes okay but i can tell you that i can tell you that there is a full restructure taking place as i'm speaking to you on your eighth house that's where the head of the dragon is right now and the eighth house deals with metaphysics incorporated endeavors and anything that is highly spiritual Okay, uh, so there is a lot of a, a lot of option given to you by the universe, but are you going to take the chance to educate yourself and raise your vibration? That's what the question is. Okay. So what I suggest you to do, go to my website, you scroll down a little bit, and there is a box that says the Dragon Newsletter. You could put your name in there, or you could just read those newsletters. There is all sorts of information that you will find very interesting in relationships to the dragon. Well, thank you very, very much. And you should welcome, sweetheart. Repeat the name of your book. That would be great for all of us, too. Thank okay, you. Well, my, my bestseller is called Moon Power. 2007, it comes out every year. Okay. I had to go to Bangkok for four weeks to write this book. And right now, I'm working on my new book, and I have to finish it as soon as I can. I don't know when I'm going to do it, but I have to really work hard every day, six, seven hours writing my new book. It's called The Rest of the Secret. And you're going to be amazed when you read this book, especially when later on we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the law of attraction with Tim. Well, thank you very much for your generous time. I appreciate it. Uh, you would come to help. Bye-bye, love. Bye-bye. Thank you. You know, you know, Tim, this is, this is where I encounter a problem. Uh, there is so much, so much uh, in, in being a human being. There's so much in your divinity. There's so much. And if you were to synchronize with the universal mind, if you were to go uh, and ride the head of the dragon instead of the tail of the dragon, you'd make so much progress. You know, when I arrived in this country in 1984, I was not driving a red convertible Corvette. I didn't have two boats. I was in the street. I was homeless. I had only 50 bucks in my pocket. I made the American dream. But it was not by just sitting on my butt and watching television. You know what I'm saying? 
I had to work. I had to educate myself. And, and, and people sometimes are lazy. You know, I give them, I give them gold with my newsletters. Some of them just will read two or three lines and trash the rest and they've missed the boat. And that's where the problem is. Oh, I got something to do. I have no time for this. I have no time for that. And well, this is why I constantly throw a newsletter out there. So maybe, uh, there'll be a sentence or a title that will, uh, connect with that person. And I finally we grab that person and get something to that person. Because again, those newsletters are free. Exactly. And in addition to having them on your website, drturry.com, you also post them on your MySpace account as well. Well, uh, on the other one, better. On MySpace, I only have like 11 or 12,000 friends. But on Cherry Top, I have over 110,000 friends. So uh, I, I tend to post more on Cherry Top. But now and then, I do go to MySpace, don't get me wrong. Or oh, my volunteer will go and post there, too. I post in many different groups out there. Uh, I mean, I, I don't have time to post anything. But I got a few kids, you know, I'll give them a few bucks, and they say, okay, use my computers, and just be careful what you do out there, and uh, just uh, push all this out there. You know, this is a way of uh, doing it, so to speak. They're happy. They're happy. They're happy. Actually helped a bit. You do. We have a known. We don't really getting tonight. I would point. Okay, known for a very uh, hopeful of the spooky south. Good. You're going to have, to have you know, a lot. Monsieur, <laughs> the universe is unique. As you reincarnate on this dense physical world, you inherited uh, at the moment you took your first breath a chart uh, that's called a UCI or unique celestial identity. Um, and, this, this chart gives you gifts. Gifts could be for writing, for singing. Gift. There is a myriad of gifts that is available to every one of us. And sad enough, a lot of people have those gifts, but they don't tab in it. So sometimes uh, the opportunity is given to uh, the person to make the best of his gift. For example, let, let's take, for example, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was born in a family of musicians. The next thing you know, he became Michael Jackson. Okay? But if the father was not there to steer in that direction, Michael Jackson may have um, maybe never really tapped on, on this power. Uh, so uh, what, I'm trying, what I'm trying to say is the gift that I have is as good as yours, but in a very different way. And, um, uh, you know, you can, only, you can only judge me through your education, through your experiences, and most of all, through your UCI, again, unique celestial identity. So if you, if, if you see me and you connect with the, the Old Testament or what material you have ever read, so be it. There is maybe something I don't know. So I give you the, you know, benefit of the doubts in that one. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're thank sure you're welcome, my friend. Thank, thank you for checking you. in, Keith. Bye-bye, Keith. And Keith, if you're, not, uh, if you're not already in your pajamas, you might want to get over to the Lizzie Borden house. Oh, well, we'll see if I can make it. Uh, Ron, <laughs> Ron and Weezy, on over there. Yeah, Ron and Weezy are over there, and there's definitely some uh, some activity. So. Oh, really? Great. Fantastic. Uh, all right, thanks. Thank you for uh, checking in. Okay, we'll talk to you again soon. Have a good night. Nice Bye-bye. gentleman, for sure. Uh, and and Keith is uh, he's frequently on our show. He's a demonologist and he's a holy man. He's a man of God. I uh, see. Oh, that's why he connected me with the, the the New Testament or the Old Testament. Oh, I see. But he's he's he takes a different approach. He doesn't really uh, force a religious aspect into things. He feels that you know organized religion is uh, it's kind of hampering people's ability to believe. One thing yeah. that I heard you say on another show that was very interesting to me is you said that God enslaves us in our identities. 
Well, you know, yeah, God made the stars in the heavens in the universe for more than the sake of beauty. He, he gave them to us for interpretation so that we may lead a more secure, productive life. But at the same time, every one of us is enslaved to go back to our birthplace and as a child of the universe, that's the stars. And that's what I mean by raising your vibration, gathering cosmic consciousness, is by educating yourself. And, and sad enough, the, the teachers of light, there is plenty of people doing what I do, don't get me wrong, but the true teachers of light are very, very rare, okay? And, and nothing comes free, you know, it, my pain, my suffering, or, or, it, it, it's... This, this, the reward I have nowadays is that I'm, I'm all over the world, literally, and people wants, wants to get what, what I have. My courses, my books, DVDs, CDs, God knows, all the stuff that I have on my website uh, is very valuable. But you've got to start somewhere. If you cannot afford to spend a week in Hawaii or in Sedona, my next course, uh, in, in August or May, then, you know, invest in a CD and a DVD or a book. Do something. You know, the worst thing that can happen to people, Tim, is to expect, uh, you know, their wishes to be granted and still do what they do every day, the same thing or worse, nothing. Well, I was going to say, I disagree with you there. The worst thing that can happen is for them to accept and to well, just go with the flow and accept and not try to make things better. Wow. Well, that's, that's, a, uh, that's pretty much what I teach in mm. the world of Pisces. What months were you born, by the way, if I may, Tim? Uh, when I was born, uh, January 4th, 1978. Okay, so you were born in the constellation of Capricorn. Yes. Uh, and incidentally, you know what? People born in January, um, master in communication, uh, uh, Dr. Loa was born in January. Uh, Rush Limbaugh was born in January. Um, the Jeff Friends, my good friends who had me on his show for many years, was born in January. All of those born in January, uh, source purpose is represented by the goat. And the goat means as you are ruled by Saturn, which is a cosmic planet, that nothing is going to be given to you. You have this very high mountain to claim against the wind, the cold, the snow, and the ice before you reach the top. And uh, it, is, it is a karmic sign. Capricorn uh, is also the symbol chosen by Christians to represent the head of evil, the head of the devil. And that means you have to get to the top of the mountain and reclaim your witchcraft residue and um, understand your relationship with the divine. And Capricorn has a fish tail. Have you seen that? Yes. The, the fish tail means that you are completely and entirely aware of the moon fluctuation and you synchronize with our closest satellite in your daily affair. Now, Capricorn is also the sign that rules the snobs, classical music, power, structure, uh, politics. It was England. It was kings and queens. It was the Freemasons, the engineers, the builders. And... Uh, that is your soul's purpose, and this is why Saturn will never give you everything easy, because you're born in the middle of the winter, and there is no fruits on the trees in the winter. So you have to claim against, those wind, against the wind, the cold, the snow, and the ice, right to the top, where you're going to establish yourself uh, as, as a success and as a leader. But you need to use that fishtail. So I believe, you know, that book that I have, Moon Power, would definitely um, email me, and I'm going to send you a copy of it, okay? Well, thank you. Because you have me on your show. And, I, you, and you read uh, all about uh, your, characteristic, your characteristics and your forecast, and you will see that all of those born in January are natural psychologists, are natural lawyers, builders, and most of all, uh, messengers of the gods. Many of them work in the world of communication, writing, and radio. 
Well, uh, I actually work in a couple of those fields. So, but it's interesting how you said you know climbing that mountain because I have been climbing the mountain it seems uh, my whole life, and I, I can understand what it is that you're saying. Yeah, but it's only towards midlife, all the little part of your life that Saturn, uh, the karmic planet Saturn, will leave you and give you that position. But you can get there much faster if you use that fishtail. And that fishtail, again, is synchronizing with the moon, because the moon happens to be a little bit more than a dead rock hanging above your head for the sake of beauty. You understand that, too? Oh, absolutely. It seems like everything in this world, and, and I think the pagans had it right when they tied in so much to the cycles of the moon. Well, it's funny, because science is just like a week ago realizing that the moon is uh, doing something to human psyche. I knew that I was 12 years old. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. In time of a full moon, you heard of the emergency department going completely berserk or the police going out of water or God knows what. The moon affects your emotions. The moon affects your response to life, especially in a female chart. The moon affects her domesticity. So uh, it's like, for example, a mother in the middle of the kitchen, and she's really upset, had a little girl because uh, uh, she, she doesn't cook. And she says, you know, when I was your age, I was watching grandma cooking and cleaning good even make your bed you know they're interested in in the food and then the little girl say well mom i don't even want children what the mother does not know because the mother doesn't have any cosmic consciousness is that the little girl was born with the moon in aries so the moon in sagittarius or in leo which is very masculine and that little girl would rather turn herself into schwarzenegger turn herself into a, a fighter pilot or, or maybe beat another girl in degas in dirt than to be a mother or to cook or to clean and that's where the problems start. The troubles start right at the core, in the nucleus of the home. All those universal laws were replaced by the politically oriented church, by dogmatic teaching, religious, religion and deities. And meantime, the true light, the true message of God through his creation, meaning the stars, were cast aside and it disappeared. And you wonder why this world is in such chaos. Imagine one second, if any woman listening to this show right now decide to go shopping and, and, and at the same time decide not to stop at any red light or any stop sign out there, guess what? The laws of the physics are as strong as the laws of the spirit. If you mess up those laws, there is a penalty to pay, and the stars don't care. You mess up the laws of the universe, you're going to pay the price. Oh, exactly. And we're, uh, we're coming up on a news break. On the other side, we can talk more about the secret, and we can talk about the law of attraction. You bet. Well, what what's going to happen is we're going to take a break for the news, and when we come back, we're going to talk for about two or three minutes to somebody who's having an event here locally, and then we do our little news segment. So if you want to take a break and... How long, how long do I have to go for? Uh, we probably will check back in with you about 11.15 or so. No problem. But first, bro. before we let you go, we have another call coming in for you. Okay. And let's just stress that, uh, you know, if they have a question for you, that's great. If they want to do a reading or something, that'll have to be another time. So, hang okay. on. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast. How you doing? Hi. Okay, and you? Well, very good. I just turned that, uh, the radio on. Uh, I cannot get more information about this gentleman. Oh, you want to find his website? Yeah, anything, or books, or whatever. Okay, if you go to uh, drturry.com, you can find out more information. Where am I, Dr. what? Dr. Tori, D-R-T-U-R-I dot com. T-U-R-A dot com? <laughs> I'm sorry. D-R-T-U-R-I. Yes. Uh. And, uh, and the name of your book is... Uh, 
Moon Power 2007. I have a few books on the market, but I strongly recommend every one of your listeners to get this book ASAP. And at the end of the year, that's me to know and you to find out, you will know what the great favor you did, not only to yourself, but to your family or to your friends in terms of guidelines and solid predictions. Ah, I, I really like this. Uh, anyway, the, the book is Moon Power 2007. You got it, honey. Okay. Well, you could you could find it at Amazon, uh, but uh, sometimes they get it from us, so you might as well order from my website, and we send it to you right away. All right. Okay. Dark com. Very simple. Okay. Thank you. Thank oh, you very much. Bye bye, love. Bye. But uh, they could go to your website, Tim. I think you have um, you have my link there. Yes, we do on SpookySouthCoast.com. We no have problem. a link to Dr. Terry's site, and you'll see his uh, his handsome face there when you first click on the blog. <laughs> So. Well, you know what I'd like to do sometime, if you invite me again, uh, uh, let's say around June or July, something like that, sure. I-, I will give this book for free. All right. That's my way of saying thank you to you and to your audience. All right, but sounds for, good. But for sure, email me, and I'm going to send you a copy right away, okay? Okay, thank you. You, you bet. And, uh, yeah, so we'll definitely have you back because uh, I, I, we kind of try to wade through some of the crap that's out there ourselves. Uh, we try to save people the trouble of getting flim-flammed by certain people. And so if we bring somebody on the show, it's somebody that we strongly believe in and somebody that we've researched, and we wouldn't uh, just throw somebody out there. So uh, we will definitely have you back. Once you're on our show, you're part of our Spooky South Coast family. I love it. I love it. Thank you for that. Okay, so we will uh, we'll let you go for a little bit, take a break, and uh, we'll check back in with you in about 20 minutes or so. No problem. Should I just hang up the phone? Call sure, I'll call you back. Okay, thank you, Tim. Thank you very Talk much. Talk to you later. And uh, for everybody else, uh, you can hang on, and after the news break, we will have a talk for a few minutes with Rick Rebello of the Rhode Island Horror Film Festival, and uh, then we will talk about The Week and Weird, if my voice holds up, check back in more with Dr. Turry, and then we will call into the Lizzie Borden house, see what's going on down there. So stay tuned for more here on Spooky South Coast. Where can you go to find hot homemade knitted items? How about Knit Bits at knitbits.etsy.com. A new baby in your life? Need a homemade knitted item for a shower gift? The Knit Bits has you covered. Sweaters, bibs, booties, blankets, they've got it all. Want to be up on the latest trends? How about some of those funky, cozy socks everybody's wearing? Or knitted handbags and cell phone holders? If they don't have it at Knit Bits, or if you want it in a different color... Email them, they'll take care of you. That's nitbits.etsy.com. K-N-I-T-B-I-T-S dot E-T-S-Y dot com. Nitbits, for all your homemade needs. Quite an experience to live in fear, isn't it?
Welcome back. Hour number two of Spooky South Coast. Hey, Silent Assassin, Matt Costa. Remember that old 50s artist, Clarence Frogman Henry? I do. He sings like a girl. And he sings like a frog. He does. And by the end of the show, I'm going to be singing like him, I think. Because my voice is rapidly going away. Hey, what can you do, right? We're going to try and get through it as much as we can. It's partially because I'm under the weather and partially because uh, earlier tonight I was choked by a ghost. But we'll get into more of that a little bit later on when we check in with the goings-on down at the Lizzie Borden house. But uh, right now we're going to take a few minutes and talk to Rick Rebello, the organizer of the Rhode Island International Horror Film Festival. And they have uh, something interesting coming up for your post-Valentine's Day uh, heartsick blues. Uh, you know, help you get over uh, the breakup that always happens on Valentine's Day when the gift that you give your your significant other just isn't good enough. I'm sorry. Am I bringing negativity to the Valentine's Day holiday? I hope not. But we're going to bring some uh, horror into your Valentine's Day holiday uh, on Thursday, February 15th. So let's talk to Rick about that. There we go. Good evening, Rick. Thanks for joining us tonight. Hello. How are you? Hey, we're doing spooktacular. How about yourself? I'm spookerific tonight. All right. There you go. Whenever you can work spook into an adjective, it's especially <laughs> horrific. So uh, so we got a big event coming up here on the 15th. Uh, what's going on? Uh, yes, we do. Uh, Valentine Vengeance. Uh, for those of you who either uh, didn't have, didn't do quite as well on Valentine's Day as you hoped, or uh, perhaps are thinking you know, of getting rid of your significant other, we have two, uh, one very famous uh, slasher film from the 80s, uh, William Lustig's Maniac the uh, classic film starring uh, Tom Savini, uh, which uh, Blue Underground is going to be re-releasing on DVD shortly. So we're going to we're getting that out to you before it comes out on DVD. And then we have a film that nobody has seen, and it is, a, it is guaranteed to be a breakup classic uh, from the people from Totag Pictures, who made the, the August Underground series, which is like the number one underground uh, horror film thing in the country where it's, it's kind of a hush-hush kind of scary type of situation, but that film is called Red Sin Tower, and if you go to our MySpace site, uh, myspace.com slash rihorror, you can actually see trailers for both films and a little making of action as well. Oh, excellent. And uh, you were telling me earlier you're actually going to be involved in a film coming up? Uh, yeah, we just I just finished working with uh, the director, Richard Griffin. Uh, I was the, the second unit DP and the, the first unit uh, camera operator for a film called Splatter Disco. And uh, Splatter Disco is going to star Ken Forey from Dawn of the Dead, uh, Lynn Lowry from The Crazies, and uh, a couple of trauma veterans, Trent Haga and uh, Debbie Roshan, who is the hostess of Fangoria Radio currently. And is there an expected release date for that film? Uh, Chris, probably around Christmas of uh, this year, so probably about a year from now. Yeah. So any chance there'll be an advanced screening at the uh, the film festival this year? Uh, possibly. I mean, I'm, uh, this October, I know we're probably going to look at showing Richard Griffin's film, um, uh, Pretty Dead Things, which is a fabulous vampire film that they shot uh, earlier this year with uh, Caleb Emerson, who was the uh, DP on that, who did uh, Toxic Avenger 4, and he did Poultry Guys Patrol, which is coming out later this year so yeah we have a bunch we already have a bunch of really great films on tap for 2007 um we got a film called easter bunny kill kill that we're going to be showing we don't know whether we're going to show that for easter we seem to be having a lot of <laughs> holiday thematic stuff this year so. well uh you can stay up to date like you said on your myspace and 
And that's probably the best way to get a hold of you, would you say, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, if you go on our MySpace, uh, like I said, myspace.com slash R-I-R, you will find out what we have coming on in the next few months. Uh, we're looking to try to do more more screenings throughout the year because we get so many great films. You know, every year we, we get a few hundred horror films, and we usually show about 40. But if we try to spread them out a little bit, and uh, this the Valentine Vengeance, we have the opportunity of actually having the filmmakers and some of the actors there as well. So you get to kind of interact with the people who made the film, which is also a lot of fun. That's always a treat for the fans, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, there's nothing cooler than... You know, the lights come up and, and the people who were, you just saw in the film are sitting around you. you know. well, if you haven't I mean, had that experience, it's pretty wild. Unless it's the person that was playing the killer. Then it's not <laughs> yeah. really such a good experience. <laughs> well, that, that way it makes it a little more interactive. You know? <laughs> well, all right. Well, thank you for joining us tonight. And that's going to be Thursday, February 15th. Now, is that going to be, uh, where's the location for that? That's the Columbus Theater on Broadway in Providence. And it's going to be from 7 to 11. 7 o'clock will be the first screening. 9 o'clock will be the second screening. So you get two films for one price. And there'll be a, um, a meet and greet with the director. We're going to do a little Q&A in between films as well. And uh, we'll be having some different uh, groups there selling horror merchandise and memorabilia and all kinds of things. So it's kind of a, a really like mini horror convention. So... For people who can't make it out to Monster Mania that weekend in New Jersey, you can come by and check us out. Well, sounds like a sounds like a great time, and you've been kind enough to give away a set of passes, a pair of passes to our listeners to attend the festival. The two movies being shown at Valentine's Vengeance. Uh, so, if if you'd like to win those passes, just give us a call five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred five zero eight two nine one zero five hundred. We'll put you on hold while we do the week and weird. And uh, Rick, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. And I'm sure we'll be talking to you, uh, especially before the festival in October. Absolutely. Any of these other uh, little showings that you can get going before then? Uh, Well, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have a couple more this year and uh, a few more midnight screenings perhaps as well. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Thank you. Have a spectacular evening. You too. Take it easy. Bye-bye. All right, that was Rick Rebello, the, the... That was my fault, sorry. He is the uh, organizer of the Rhode Island International Horror Film Festival, and they're trying to get more films shown in the Rhode Island area, some great horror classics and some new uh, underground stuff that you may not have seen. Again, Thursday, February 15th, we'll have a link to it on SpookySouthCoast.com, and you can go to MySpace.com slash RIHorror. If you'd like to win a pair of passes to the uh, showing on Thursday, February 15th, 508-996-0500, just call in and we'll get to you during the commercial break following The Week in Weird. All right, just real quick here so we can get back into the discussion with Dr. Lewis Cherry. From BBCnews.com, Russia has flown a team of chemical experts to a Siberian region to find out why smelly colored snow has been falling over several towns. Oily yellow and orange snowflakes fell over an area of more than 1,500 square kilometers, or 570 square miles, in the Omsk region on Wednesday, Russian officials said. Now, this isn't the yellow snow that you've been told growing up not to eat. This is uh, vastly different. Chemical tests are underway to determine the cause, they said. Residents have been advised not to... Sorry. Cracks me up. That was a soda bottle opening up. Residents have been advised not to use the snow for household tasks or to let animals graze on it. So far, we cannot explain the snow, which is oily to the touch and has a pronounced rotten smell, said Omsk environmental prosecutor Anton Germain 
recorded by the Russian news agency Etatas on Thursday. We are waiting for the results of a thorough test on samples. But Vladimir Gursky, an official with the Civil Defense Ministry in Omsk, told Russian TV channel that the snow had four times the normal levels of iron in it. This is a story that I wish Matt Moniz was here to talk about, but I'll ask him and Ron Millione later on. The TV also reported that colored snow had fallen in the neighboring regions of Tomsk and Tyumen. Omsk in western Siberia is a center of Russia's oil industry. About 27,000 people live in the areas affected by the snow. So, yellow, oily snow falling from the sky. I don't think that happened when Rocky trained in Siberia in Rocky IV. I don't think it did either. It didn't. If it did, I could picture him, you know, rubbing it on his skin, oiling himself all up. and <laughs> All right, well, you're going to fly now and read us your story. All right, the owners of the world's smallest state, Sealand, have put the quasi-country up for sale. The former anti-aircraft platform seven miles off the British coast was taken over 40 years ago by retired Army Major Paddy Roy Bates. The platform built by Britain during World War II now has its own flag, passports, currency, and stamps, and it was deserted until the 1960s when Mr. Bates took took over the 10,000-square-foot platform and declared it the independent state of Sealand. Sealand's current head of state, Mr. Bates' son, Michael, says he was only 14 when they took over the platform, but now he says it seems to be the right time to sell. The families were approached by a Spanish estate agent specializing in selling islands. The firm has put a price tag of 750 million euros, which translates to about $972.5 million. Excellent. The, 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 why, do you have that, that money kicking around? That's exactly how much I had saved up to buy my own country. <laughs> the micronation includes accommodation, offices, a power generator, and a chapel. Everything you would expect in a small town or village. As of now, the independent state of Sealand is still on the market for any potential buyers. Uh, I have a few questions uh, as to what their trade status is. Do they have most favored nation trade status with the United States government? That's going to be key. Uh, what is their world policy? Because it's hard to take over and, and totally change what their foreign policy has been. And uh, also, what the hell is wrong with these people? <laughs> and what the hell is wrong with the person that pays them? Well, anyway, if you'd like that, you know what? For $975 million, we'll sell you this show. You can buy this show for $975 million. Just uh, please keep us on as hosts. All right, that's The Week in Weird. Remember, if you have anything you'd like to submit for The Week in Weird, go to our website, SpookySouthCoast.com. Click on the Week in Weird thread on the message board. Submit your story there. And if we use the story, then we'll probably just say we found it ourselves and not give you any credit. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. We'll, we'll, just kidding. We'll say who it was that gave it to us. We'll be right back here on Spooky South Coast. More with Dr. Turry. And remember, you can get those passes to the Rhode Island uh, Film Festival's Valentine Vengeance, 996-0500-508-291-0500. We'll be right back here on Spooky South Coast.
ironic, isn't it? Who's watching me? What's ironic? Who's watching me? But we're on the radio. They're listening to us. Okay, well, let's get back into the discussion with Dr. Lewis Turry. Now, uh, we were talking in the in the first hour about uh, the process that he uses to make some of these predictions, but one of the things that he's been talking about and he's alluded to during the course of the conversation is the secret, and that is something that we need to really get a little bit more information on uh, because I feel that you know it's it's very important what it is that he's talking about. So thank you, Matt. I'm trying to press phone buttons as we go along. I'm I'm a little bit under the weather tonight, Doctor Terry. So I'm uh, really off worry, game. I apologize. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I know it's not as simple as just asking this question, but what is the secret? Okay. Well, let's let's start first by making sure that you understand and your audience understand that I do support mm-hmm. the movie. Uh, the uh, the people that um, have played in there, some of fact, John Gray, uh, which is a student of mine, by the way, was also there. Um, I do support the production, and I understand, and I want to make sure everybody also understands that the law of attraction is very, very real. The problem that I have uh, is that people don't understand. Um, the law of attraction is one law. Imagine if you have to fly an airplane. I know I'm a pilot. You're never a million years going to fly an airplane with one law. Do I make sense now? Oh, absolutely. Okay. There is hundreds of other laws that interact with the law of attraction. And um, in this very beautiful production, what they did for one hour is to tell you you could get everything you want for free doing nothing. Literally, that's what it was. Okay, and, and I watched the movie a few times, like everybody, my students, my friends, everybody was talking about it. So, and obviously, the movie leaves leaves you with a very, very uplifting feeling, and that was the goal. Ultimately, that was the goal. However, what people do not know that the front has a back, okay, up and down, black and white, the yin and yang, God, devil. Everything is symmetrical. You have a physical world, you have a spiritual world. Even your body, you're made with two eyes, two arms, two legs, two feet, two sides of the brain. You're like a walking battery, and you're working on opposites, on polarity. So the law of attraction works also very, very negatively, and none of these people even remotely approach the fact that this law can be devastating to you. Okay, now... Let me tell you something. When I was a kid, I had a very, very difficult upbringing, and I was with my young brother, Vincent, uh, working for my stepfather, which we were starting is, uh, on a construction company. And every single night on the way back, we were driving on the, on the back of a truck. My uncle and my stepfather were in front of, of the little car, so to speak, little truck, and they had no room for, for, for anybody else but them too. And my brother and I, we were in the back, and tried 30 miles um, on the tortuous uh, little road uh, in the south of France, and it was hot, it was cold, it was raining, it was windy, God knows what. We were like animals in the back of this truck, and my brother suffered quite a lot. He was only 15 years old, and I was, what, 17 or something like that. And every single night, he used to say, one less 
day to leave Louis. At the beginning, I didn't give any attention to that negative phrase because he was so depressed. And then finally, he got to me and I said, look, Vince, you've got to stop now, okay? What, what the hell would you say something like that? Excuse my French. Why? He says, well, one less day to leave, one less day to leave. And every single day he was saying this. And I tried everything that I could for him to stop, to stop saying that phrase. Okay, let's cut the story short. About a month and a half or two months later, I was called to do the, my three days of orientation for the Navy in the south of France, mm-hmm. and I left home. And I recall very well. I was in the middle of the restaurant. I was eating with all my friends, the cantina. I was smoking, drinking, and screaming bunch of kids. And all of a sudden, I felt right in the middle of my soul a tremendous, tremendous urge of sadness, a feeling that penetrated me of, of, of an incredible deep feeling of sadness to the point where I could not control myself and start to cry. I'm a very happy guy. I'm, up, I'm always joking. And all of a sudden, I, start to, I couldn't hold my tears. It was going on with me. My gosh, I was questioning my own sanity. And then I didn't want to cry in front of all the guys. I left the room, and I went in the bathroom. And I was crying my eyes out. I was bawling like I never did in my life. And I couldn't understand why. Then all of a sudden, I heard through the speakers, soldier Cherry, present yourself immediately to the captain's office. I went there, okay, and as I walk in, the captain says to me, son, you're here to become a man. You have to be very strong today. And he gave me the phone. I pick up the phone, and on the phone, my other brother, 300 miles away, was saying to me that I was having a leave because my younger brother Vince was dead. Mm. I felt, thought of things, the future is the reincarnation of the thought. Everybody was crying. Everybody, my friends and family, was surrounding the, my brother's body in the, in the bedroom. And, and, and of course, this, this thought was like a train. They reached me like a train to the point where I felt it. Because everybody was thinking, well, everybody is here, but where is Louis? So I got really, really, uh, I got those emotions and this thought like so solid and so strong. And then I realized that oh, many years later that my own brother's thought actually did create his own demise. Mm-hmm. And I was there every single night trying to stop him to say that. He was looking at me. But that is not, this is the law of attraction at his worst impact, at, at his worst uh, manifestation. But there is also other laws. Later on, when I educate myself in the UCI, I understood that my brother was born with the moon in Scorpio, which is a sign of death, with the tail of the dragon in Leo, which was a very short life. So all his own stars implemented the negativity of the manifestation of the law of attraction. So it's very important for people to be aware that the law of attraction works both ways. And, and, and this beautiful movie in, in, in no way will tell you anything that's negative and uh, educate the, the, the listener or the viewers that this law can easily go against you if you're not aware of it. So, um, and, and it goes again with other laws involving the moon. So the, the, the secret itself is yourself. Once you uncover your divinity, once you raise your own vibration and understand, uh, understand your relationship with the divine, now you can apply the universal laws. Let me give you an example that maybe is going to make it a little bit clear. Sure. Now, do you think that Oprah Winfrey 
sat for a very long time wishing by the law of attraction that she would be where she is today. Do you think that um, Larry King, which is like Oprah Winfrey spending his life on television, used the law of attraction? Guess what? Both of them were born with the head of the dragon in the sign of Aquarius that regulates television and that regulates anything that is high-tech. The same thing with Elvis Presley. So people are attracted into a situation because of their stars. And when they, if, now if they know, if they know, for example, that they are naturally set to be into any of the 12 area of the human experience, like um, uh, the arts or electronics or money or, or the, the Navy, the Army, or anything to do with the oceans or politics or teaching or investment or legality uh, or anything to do with health. If your dragon supports that energy, now you can apply your will with the law of attraction to bring to you what your stars will allow you to have. If that law is so incredibly accurate and solid, how come millions of people have been, are still waiting just to have a normal life? Do I make sense? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Look, at in my case, for example, I mean, in my book um, and, and, and the rest of the secrets, okay, I give so many explanations on the power of your subconscious. It's all interrelated. The law of attraction, the law of your subconscious, the law of the universe, and God knows there is so many laws out there, all interact and marry themselves. It's like a parachute. It's like a rainbow. And the more you understand each one of these laws, the more power to you, because now you can focus your thought process. And your thoughts are like a laser beam themselves that will go in time and space through matter, through the thick wall, and will go into your future and reach the people and reach the situation and reach the element that you will finally attract to yourself. But you've got to have those laws working on your favor and knowing one single law will never, ever cut it for you to get what you want, especially if you're aiming for uh, fame or if you're aiming for a high position. Um, you know, it's easy to be in denial. It's easy to be sitting there and let, you know, the law works for you. Well, I wish it does work that way, but it doesn't. And, and I am myself... Um, I don't know if you read one of my newsletters, but I was mm -hmm. talking about um, um, a red Spitfire, a Spitfire convertible car. Uh, mm -hmm. Did you read that newsletter? Yes. Okay. I was really, the first time I saw this car, I really wanted to have this car, and I saw my little girlfriend with me sitting next to me. Three months later, I had this car, and you read in great detail what transpired. So I would suggest your listeners to go to my newsletters and read those newsletters to understand the impact. But what really happened here, let me tell you, the red Spitfire convertible car, that is one energy that I was born with. I was born with the head of the dragon in Aries. Aries is ruled by Mars. Mars is called in Greek mythology the Lord of War and regulates the color red. Mars rules Germany, affects the German language, making it very army-like, affecting the genius of the German in, in terms of creating weaponry. So red, speed, and fast is what my dragon's head is naturally um, uh, willing to bring me. 
so to speak. And my thoughts or the law of attraction did the rest. And this is why today, right now, today, you can go to Cherry Tap, you can look at my Corvette, my red Corvette is convertible. Exactly like this uh, Spitfire red convertible that I had when I was 20, 30 years ago. And I have also uh, a Dodge uh, Tacoma um, red, as red as can be. I'm aware of those laws, and I put my thought, and I put my wisdom, and my awareness to get the law working for me. And in one hour production, it is impossible, if you have any logic and critical thinking, okay, it is impossible to, to actually expect anything with one single uh, law. There's so much more in between. And that's where I came from. That's where I'm coming from, Tim, to explain the rest of the story. This is why I am so driven to finish my book. I am going to give so many examples, totally unarguable examples, and I'm going to guide people from there on the dragon's head to give their thoughts where the universe went to promote them. You know, you could spend tremendous amount of time, money and education on your dragon's tail and, and uh, try to apply the law of uh, attraction on the energy of your dragon's tail. Not only you will never succeed, it's guaranteed, but you could also lose your life. Wow. <laughs> and this is serious. On the other hand, the dragon's tail is like an upside-down funnel of success. You just try it a little bit. Okay, you're doing the right thing now, you know, and it's going to come to you because you vibrate like this energy. It's like, it's like uh, how I, I can give you so many examples. Uh, you know, the, we have the, the part of God in us is much stronger than the stars and the law of attraction or anything else that you want. Okay, but it's still it's still important to understand how you uh, not only inherited the essence of creation, but how you are being how these energies and those laws operate through you. The universal mind is a marvelous, it's a marvel of information. The universal mind has the answers of what it means to be human. The universal mind has every single captions of every single thing you have ever been. Okay, it's crucial for mankind, which is barely, barely beginning to investigate this area, to raise to that awareness and use the laws, because our potential as human is simply infinite. And now but, you, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, no, go, go, ahead. Ahead, go ahead. Oh, you said you, you're working on finishing up uh, the rest of the... Uh, the rest of the secret. That's correct. This book, uh, as I said, uh, it, it's come my life when I when I when I arrive in this world. All the dramatic experience that happened to me, you know, incredible experiences, breed incredible people that have incredible things to teach. Correct. I'm just using the energy of the incredible that transpired with me since I was born because I vibrate at such a weird and high level myself. I, I start by explaining my first UFO experience and then uh, the loss of my father, the loss of my brother. Uh, then I go into my second UFO experience, my third, my fourth, and, I, and then uh, when I left France and I went to England and then from, from there to America and then all the drama that I went through and all along how the law of attraction worked with me in relationships to what I was supposed to accomplish on this dense physical world. 
And now what's funny is our, our loyal listeners that know what we talk about here all the time and, and are aware of your history, Dr. Terry, are wondering why we haven't brought up your UFO experiences and how crucial they are to the path that you followed. But we've kind of, I've kind of made that decision uh, intentionally because our science advisor, Matt Moniz, who has 20 years investigating uh, UFO encounters, is not with us tonight. He's out in the field. So mm-hmm. hopefully next time when we have you back oh, on, absolutely. we can talk about that. You know, you know, as I said, you know, those in any one of your listeners, even though that they are very advanced, there are still some newcomers that may think that I might be a smoke too much pot, which I don't smoke, by the way. <laughs> you know, or I have too much imagination, or I'm trying to make a movie. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, my UFOs experience are not a walking. They are not a light far away out there. Now you're talking about flying saucers 30 feet above my head. You're talking about me getting inside. You're talking about dealing with these guys face to face. Mm-hmm. This is serious. So when you have a bunch of skeptical people that reject the possibility of the incredible, right there, the law of attraction is not working for these people because they are rather negating their own opportunity to attract such experiences. Exactly. If, if you don't have an open mind to anything that is thrown at you, you are never, ever going to get there. Okay, well, before, before we let you go, we do have one more call that's been patiently waiting. Okay. So let's uh, see who it is. All right, good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast. How you doing? Hey, guys. How are you? Good. How you doing? I'm good. What's your name? What was that? Your name? I'm Luann. Luann. Okay. And what can I do for you? Um, well, I actually just went over the website that you have, and mm-hmm. there were quite a few things that actually interested me. Um, one of them was you called ADD, the gift of the dragon. That's correct. ADD is not a disorder. Einstein and myself and uh, ex-President Clinton also are ADD. ADD is a gift from the universe. And so ADHD also. <laughs> These are terms are created by scientists and supported by the uh, FDA and the drug industry. They don't care about you. They're trying to turn uh, a very brilliant, fa- fast, intelligent child and turn it into a zombie. And doing so, of course, will affect his UCI and his fate. Interesting. ADD is a gift. It's not a disorder. Trust me, I can barely stay five minutes. Uh, I've been probably walking two miles since I started the show. <laughs> well, I'm, a, I'm the same way. I, I'm a tell ADD me about it. No, I just found that interesting. Well, I, I, I do have, have ADHD, and I gave it to both my boys. Well, you know, and again, you know, it's just the best gift you can give them. Don't slow them down. Do not drug your kids, okay? You know, ADD, when I was a kid, my teacher used to say you to, to the class, you amuse everybody. I don't want you here. You will never speak English. You're loser you would never do anything for society i saw the same guy 30 years later and i spoke to him in full english and he never understood a single word that i said <laughs> you know what i'm saying so these are the people that were training that was training me but during my days luckily for me they didn't have prozac or redoline and all this junk that they poisoned the kids with during my days you know what they used to do for people that had my problem they used to do electrical shock in the head and my mother was smart enough to say, no, 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 uh, no uh, my son is fine, he's going to burn his energy. So because my mom had common sense, right, I still have my sanity. But nowadays the mother wants to play on the computer, she wants to go out, she wants to put the baby in the, sit- in the bedroom and then whatever. Don't, don't never, ever let your child swallow anything that is not natural. That would affect his fate, that would affect his health and in his entire behavior. All right, well, thank you for checking in tonight. Thank you, sweetheart. Actually, I did have another question. It sounds like from what you're saying, the stars and the universe has a lot to do with us. 
Indeed, honey. Um, do you think like something like a star chart has a lot of value, like a natal chart? Oh, you? you bet. Everything, honey. You are everything you see around you. Would it be a building, a car, or yourself? You are the essence of the dust of the stars. So, if you're looking for the keys, what it means to be human, it is not looking down like uh, like the scientists that are doing with the brain of Einstein to find out why he was a genius. You have to look above in the universal mind to remotely understand what's going on with. The universe with, with the human mind. It's all within, it's clocked within the universe. God created the stars, remember, for more than the sake of beauty. He, he gave them to you, to me, so that we can investigate it and live a more productive life. Get in there, investigate the universal mind, and see how you respond to it. Let me give you that example. If I wanted to build a second story on top of my house, I would have to go on top of my house to see, okay? And then when once I've been above, then I'm going to go under my house, and that's where the word under stand. I would have to go under my house to see if it's going to stand, if that second story is going to stand. Now, my question is to how many people have been into the universal mind to see See how they stand under it. Not many people, honey. As a matter of fact, 99.9 and a quarter of the people on this world, and that includes presidents, religious leaders, politicians, scientists, do not possess cosmic consciousness. Uh, it's, it's, and that is changing rapidly. The world is changing real fast. The age of Pisces, deception, religion is moving away and is being replaced by the new age of Aquarius, which is challenging man, the mind of mankind to an incredible speed. The next 20 to 30 years, everything that you have accepted today will be gone. Religion, the Middle East, everything will be changed. And that's the beauty of being human, because we are molding our future. We are very responsible of everything that's ahead of us. And sad enough, there is no enough education of how to handle the power we inherited from the universe. And that's why I'm here, to teach it. All right. Well, thank you for, for calling in. Two great questions. Thank you. As always. And actually, you might find it surprising that <laughs> my natal chat actually says that I will be drawn to the aspects of death and dying and life after death. Well, <laughs> I wish I had a little bit more time with you, honey, but what month were you born real fast? Uh, in August. I'm a Leo. Yeah, you're Leo, the queen of the zodiac. But again, remember, that's your soul's purpose. Leo, Leo is your lesson to find the light, promote the light, establish the light. But you face the world as an Aquarius, which is into the stars and curiosity, independence, a little bit of eccentricity. <laughs> Just the opposite of astrology, okay? Remember, I teach astro-psychology. I do have a lot of courses, a lot of books, a lot of options, a lot of deals. Dig into my website. It's going to take you a week oh, <laughs> to definitely. check everything. I scanned but, over it, and I but, was already interested. But it's, it's like a gold mine. You will find things that you really need when you get in there. All yeah, right. I bet I will. Thank All you right, very thank much. You. Have a great night, guys. Good night. Great show. Good night. Bye-bye. And again, that website is drturi.com, D-R-T-U-R-I.com. And you can also pick up his latest book, Moon Power 2007. Get that. And, uh, and as I've heard you say, it's like having Dr. Turi in your ear every day. Absolutely. Where my book guides you, um, uh, it tells you, first of all, your personal horoscope with the dragon, which is totally unique. And uh, you, if you have a husband, a boyfriend, a kid, or a friend, uh, this, this book works for everybody. It's like talking to me on a daily basis and guiding you personally. All right. And before we let you go, I told you I was going to rope you into this. We need a Super Bowl prediction from you, Dr. Terry. <laughs> 
I did I did the prediction for all of the player of the NFL about a week and a half ago mm-hmm. and understand that I'm not a psychic. I had to get every one of these guys chart. I had to have the date of birth of every player. I had to have the date when the game was played and some of the dates of playing date were not yet available. So as I said, I'm sorry I would not be able to answer that for you. I would have to do a tremendous work to be able to give you a solid answer. Anything else you might have to look for a psychic. Okay, yeah. We, well, what happened was this last year, right before the Super Bowl, we had a psychic on, uh-huh. and uh, she made a prediction. So I said, oh, we'll have Dr. Terry make a prediction just because he's the guest that's on the night before. You know, regardless well, of, I, I, of I don't the field. even know who is playing. Who, who, I was going to say, you're not a football fan, are you? No, so. no at all. I, uh, sad enough, you know, I'm, I'm more into boxing and, oh, uh, right. and, and racing cars than, than football. I blame well, it on the, my French background. <laughs> here, in the, here in the spooky South Coast uh, land, to us, it doesn't matter who wins because neither team that's in it is the Patriots. So You got it. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Terry, and we Absolutely. will definitely have you back on in the future. Thank you so much, Tim, and uh, uh, please um, email me. I've got to send you this book, okay? Absolutely. You have a good night. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that, of course, was Dr. Lewis Terry, and you can check out his website, drturry.com, and you can find out more information about Moon Power 2007 and the upcoming release of The Rest of the Secret. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we will check in with the crew, Matt Mooney, science advisor out in the field down at the Lizzie Borden House. Stay tuned here on Spooky South Coast. Welcome back into Spooky South Coast. Tim Weisberg here. And uh, we have Matt Costa, the silent assassin, behind the boards. And out in the field is our science advisor, Matt Moniz. He is at the Lizzie Borden House in Fall River, where it is the first of what will be many Ron Weezy trips, as Dr. Ron Millione and Brian Weezy Hanwa of the Atlantic Paranormal Society and TV's Ghost Hunters head out into the field and give you an opportunity to experience the paranormal for yourself and we have Matt Moniz and I believe Brian on the line, so let's go to the phones and see what's going on. Let's, let me conference these and hit air, and then hit that one and hit air. Hello. All right. How you doing, guys? What's up? How are you doing? All right. How's, how's things going over there? Oh, it's going pretty good. There's a lot of uh, a lot of people doing a lot of investigation, and uh, everybody's having a good time, so we're pretty happy. And, uh, Matt, when we were over there last night, I know you were very impressed with a lot of the equipment that Ron had brought along, you know, all handmade by himself in his own laboratory. So uh, what what kind of uh, equipment have you had a chance to check out over there? I've been toying around with pretty much everything he's brought. Uh, the EMF uh, meters that he's got are uh, pretty fun toys to play with. Uh, the EVP uh, machines that he's got are very good. I also like the uh, plasma generator that he's got. That's outstanding. That was uh, that was in action down in the basement last night, and I know there was talk about trying to get it up into the chimney room closet. It's in use right now as we speak. In that closet? Yes. Nice. I can't wait to get back over there. Now, Brian, uh, is this uh, is this kind of the turnout you guys were hoping for? Uh, you know, the the kind of the mix of people that are experiencing some of this for the first time and some seasoned investigators. Yes, actually, it's pretty nice. Uh, we had about 20 people come out, come out to this trip this weekend, and uh, along with you know our staff and people that we had invited over, 
and it's just it's just a very nice turnout. We've had we have some seasoned investigators, we have some amateur people that just wanted to start learning, uh, some fans of the show itself that started wanted wanted to start learning. Uh, we did some lectures, uh, and, and now everybody's investigating, and they're just having a blast. Everything, you know, there's a lot of things going on. We got some cold spots, we got some some per- perfume smells. Uh, last night, Tim, you actually witnessed this. My uh, somebody pulled my leg right up off the bed, uh, over the bed, and uh, I mean, it's just a lot of things are going on, and and uh, I'm actually happy that people are actually actually experiencing these things and getting to learn about the paranormal and and be you know become part of the field. I'm actually happy that you and others have experienced the same thing that I've have happened there with something grabbing the leg because, you know, it's until other people experience it for themselves, there's no way that they're going to believe it. Oh, definitely. It's a, I didn't even really believe about the whole leg thing until, you know, seriously, Tim, you saw it. Someone grabbed the tip of my foot, and I was using all my, all my power to actually try to push down off this thing. You could actually and, see the struggle happening. Exactly, and I just it just like, kept lifting up my leg, lifting up my leg, and it's like I just couldn't believe it. It was I just I was flabbergasted by it, and you know what? It was one of the best you know best paranormal experiences in my life. I've never actually had you know full contact like that for more than like a couple seconds, and this lasted a good like three, four, five minutes. And then the really creepy part is when you could see the fingers actually pushing in on the top of your sneaker. Exactly, and I saw the video of that, and I was like, you know, obviously I'm sitting there saying I can't believe this, and you know, swearing up a storm, but you know, it was. Uh, it was a very good, uh, good part of the investigation, and I'm glad that different people got to experience that. It's just, it's just crazy, and I tell you what, this place is definitely haunted. Well, we're gonna have to see if we can get that video up on our website so that people can see it, because uh, we, you know, we don't care, but we, there's no parental language restrictions on our side, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't. There's certain parts I think you can actually use without having to worry about bleeping anything out. <laughs> And so now uh, you said everybody's going around investigating, and I know that can cause a little bit of trouble, uh, especially if you're trying to do EVP work, because that house is so small and the walls and floors and ceilings are so thin. Um, but it also helps in, in a way because there's so much energy there for any spirit to draw from. Oh, definitely. It's like uh, the thing is that everybody knows that, you know, after we did our lectures, I, I kind of, tonight I, show, I, I told people how to actually investigate and how to properly investigate during a, uh, during a, uh, a weekend night. And you know they, they've been very conscientious of, of keeping their voices down, and and they've they've learned that you know if somebody's on, on the floor above them to you know to mention that on the on the audio recorder and let them know that let them know that when they're reviewing evidence that there's somebody above them or below them, and it just it seems like there hasn't been any problems, and you know uh, hopefully when they everybody re- reviews their evidence they'll get some good EVPs because we've gotten some good physical uh, manipulation, so hopefully these, these ghosts are not just physically moving things; they're also talking. And now, Matt, one bit of evidence we got to see uh, in action last night was Ron actually brought some luminol with him, sprayed the wood underneath uh, to see if they could find the residue of blood, and it, it appeared that they had. Yes, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that. I, I've never used luminol before, and to actually go down there and see, you know, you spray this stuff on there, and you actually see blood that was, just, you know, sprayed in like a hundred and some odd years ago. It's kind of it's really creepy. It's, it's, uh, it makes you wonder that if, if they had that technology back then, that... Maybe the, uh, the the murders would have been solved a lot quicker and a lot easier. And now I know that right before I left, I, I told everybody that I really angered the ghost, and then I was taken off. And uh, it was actually pinching Ron's son uh, in the face and on the hands, and it made an attempt to choke me. Hopefully things aren't getting too physical over there. No, actually right now uh, a lot of people are up on the third floor trying to get that, uh, that specific uh, spirit to actually manipulate things. And... Uh, we're actually sending down a posse uh, down in the uh, basement. I guess that's where the fugitive is, and it's going to be me, uh, me, probably my friend Brian, Larry, uh, 
Larry, uh, Lucky, and a couple, and, and Jim, uh, to go down there and act as a posse and say that the sheriff's coming, and hopefully he'll, uh, I heard the, 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 um, the uh, person that's down there wants in the place will actually, like, push and shove you. So hopefully we get that to actually happen tonight. And nice. Get some uh, small physical uh, manifestations. Well, wait for me. I'm on my way back. Oh, hey, come on over, man. I'll, I'll wait for you. And now there's uh, there's plenty more trips, Ron Weezy trips coming up in the future. I know you have, uh, in March, you're going to be making a trip to Eastern State Penitentiary. Oh, no, actually, uh, for, the, for the Weezy Ron trips, it's going to be uh, for Eastern State Penitentiary in, in 11 days. Yeah, that's right. That's in February. It's in March, you're going to Waverly Hills. Waverly Hills, and then uh, we should have some more booked up, and we're actually going to be coming back to the Lizzie Borden House in uh, September. Oh, excellent. So we're, uh, we're going to be... Book another trip down here because uh, Leanne, the, uh, the one of the owners of this place, has just been a total and absolute gem. She's fed us and she's let us stay here, you know, and, and actually cook breakfast for us. And it's just it's just been a wonderful experience. And we definitely want to come back here again and try to catch some more paranormal activity. But uh, Eastern States in 11 days, we have a, about over 100 people going to this. Uh, it's going to be a wonderful weekend, and I'm, I'm looking forward to going back to Eastern State actually. Looking forward to going back there without, uh, you know, a bunch of cameras in my face. <laughs> and without uh, having to yell, dude, run. So. Exactly. Well, I might actually, you know what? I might actually yell, dude, run again. You never know. Hey, you uh, never know. And then Waverly Hills, obviously, 63,000 people died there. And uh, we got a lot of people coming back with us to Waverly Hills. And Tina Mattingly and, and Charlie Mattingly have been, been gracious enough to let us go there and do a trip. And we were very, very honored to be back there and to actually do some investigating with, with the fans. All right, well, and uh, I think you can go to MySpace.com, Weezy Ron Trips, for all the updates. Yes. Get them as your MySpace friend, and Ron will make sure that all the updates get sent out to you so that you'll know everything that goes on. Exactly, definitely. Uh, all right, well, thanks for checking in with us. Uh, oh, thank I'll, we'll you. let you get back to investigating, and I will see you in just a bit. I'll see you in a while, Tim. Thanks a lot, right, Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Matt. Right, Not a problem, guys. All right, good night, guys. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut them off there, but we are running short on time. I just want to tell everybody that next week it is our annual Bridgewater Triangle Show. That's right. We are going to talk about all the changes that have happened in triangle research in the past year. Uh, Probably worse for the wear because we've been sticking our nose in it. But we will have Chris Balzano, Chris Pittman, Derek Bartlett all in the studio along with Aaron Kadju who made the film Inside the Bridgewater Triangle. We're going to send some teams out into the triangle to call in with live reports, and we're also going to talk to the higher-ups here at WBSM, see if we can get on an hour earlier that night. So stay tuned to SpookySouthCoast.com for more information, and we want everybody to stay spooktacular. See you next week. Rest assured, listener, that my time here has not been easy, and what you have just heard was not fiction. Although... In many a desperate moment, I most certainly wish it had been. It's over for now, it seems. Or at least, until yesterday begins again. Tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. Look, I know the supernatural is something that isn't supposed to.